Welcome to From Gay to Z. It is another week. We have put the kids to bed and it is time for us to chat about I Kissed a Boy, the amazing new gay reality dating show that is currently on BBC Three. And Lottie and I are joined this evening um, by someone else who has also put their child to bed. We have the amazing Tom Cox joining us to talk the kiki about I Kissed a Boy. Hi, Tom. Hey, Tom. Hello both, how are you? You good? We're good. I love that we're like this little queer parenting like enclave of fans of I Kissed a Boy. Maybe we're all just like <laughs> desperate for like some drama and gossip and sex in our lives. I think so. And do you know what? When you said, um, oh my God, let's do it tonight. I was like, I've got to get Kai to bed. I need to speed, I need to speed through that process, get him to bed get the episodes on so um oh my god I'm very excited to be here thanks so much for having me so I believe both of you have made notes I've made notes I was going to make notes but I didn't in the end but wow we have just watched so listener if you have not watched episode three and four of I Kissed a Boy which has just dropped on the BBC do not listen to this podcast do not listen well do listen to it but just come back and listen to it like at a later date when you have watched and um, reveled in the drama that was episodes three and four. Where do we start? Before we jump, oh God, well, I think on. we should start at the beginning because otherwise I think you'll get lost because I think we need to talk about Bobski. We do. Yeah. And can we, we just start I'm, a campaign to bring Bobski back? Because I thought he was going to come back. Maybe at he one still point. will. Do you know what? I did too. I had a vibe that they, um, you're right, Lottie. Maybe, maybe they will bring him back. I'm because sure. he's gone too soon basically don't you think do you know what before the episode launched i had a sudden almost like a fan theory of because because the show's new we don't fully know the rules yet right Mm -hmm. we we're still trying to catch up and i thought maybe one of the other boys could save them by kissing them and like throw some more drama into the mix yeah maybe they will but i feel i feel he's gone now but don't you think now he is the perfect match for mikey I really who Bobsky? Yeah, I really think that they're the perfect match. Oh. Do you not? Do you think? Yes, because I'll tell you why. Like, yeah, we're jump. We're going to be jumping ahead and all around. Go for it. But, like, we're going to jump. We're going to yeah. But go for it. Mikey and the new boy Dan. Just that conversation when they were sat on the wall having the ice cream, and Dan was like, "My life is all parties, going out. Mm. Can you fit into that?" And Mikey was like, "Hmm." I live in Liverpool. I love yeah. my family. I can just so see Bobski being a little bit more like Mikey in that respect, like up for the fun yeah. gay time, and do you know but what? still actually mm. quite like a family boy, like a homebody. Like, appreciate that side of him. Yeah, yeah, and I think that when Mikey said that on the wall, that to me was like a deciding factor for Dan. Yeah, totally. I think oh, was it though. They're just not compatible in the outside world. And I think Dan's really, Dan's really, like, aware of that. He's like... And I think he's attracted to both mm-hmm. um, Mikey and Ollie. He's attracted to them both. And in that house, you can have that attraction. You can find someone hot. You can want to take it there and kiss them. But actually, yeah, they're going there to, to meet someone, to partner up and maybe make something happen in the real world. And in the real world, Mikey and him may not really work. Did so. you see the... Near the end of episode four, we are so jumping around, but where where um, 
Ollie was saying to Dan, I want to take you out on a night yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Rosé. Yeah. I want you to meet my mates. And that is like Dan's language. That is Dan yeah. through and through. I think he needs to pick. Ollie needs to be a Dan. But yes, let's re- let's rewind. Can we just... Well, hmm. well, no, let's not rewind. It's more like, can we just address the elephant in the room? Are they not just staring in a mirror image of each other? Do um, we not feel that just there's... just a moustache. It is just a tash. No, but I think they do. I think they they have similarities that I feel that if you kind took the, look, if you yeah maybe. if you took the tash off, they I think they have their differences. But I okay, hear what you're maybe. saying. I think that you know, um, Ollie's like aesthetic is probably different to Dan's. Like his style, yeah. his fashion, like even what he wears to bed and his PJs are like quite unique and cool. And you know, I think they are different in in some. Yeah, ways. I quite like that little onesie. I noticed that. that you yeah, had. I like that. Yes, that <laughs> little baby so growth thing. On I was like, Ollie and Dan, get one of those. I've got a few more yes. notes about them. Um, about who Ollie and Dan? I felt like um, Ollie thought that he had slept with Dan previously. Yes. Or met him somewhere. Well, he recognised him, did. didn't he? And he even said, like, have I seen you cruising? And it's like, ooh, <laughs> God. Like, that was quite forward. But do you know what? Like, I'm looking at my notes and my notes are absolutely, I messaged you just before this, Stu, they're absolutely irrelevant because I was making notes in episode three. And then, like, and then they, changed. they move quick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, by episode four, these notes mean nothing because I literally wrote, Ben and Ollie are are cute together. Ollie's opening up, but Ben may have been swayed by Mikey's date. But how old news is that now? Yeah, they do move. <laughs> it, move it does. But move I've got very a big fast. note here, which is how many days has it been? Do we know? <laughs> like, I think it's been four or five. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not been it's it, it's not been a great amount of time. I think, but then because they always try with these shows they always try and push it into like as, as short a time as yeah. possible I feel yeah and do you know what though I think back in the day do you remember Big Brother you know things got quite intense and people would fight and have romances and they've always said when you put someone in a space for 24 hours a day yeah. a week feels like a year do you know yeah. what I mean I get that so. I've been in situations myself like that where you're like so bonded mm. with people after a few days but le- I feel like we need yeah. to like get a bit of narrative structure to this podcast for people listening so like we started with Bobski, which is where the episode starts. I feel like we all need to mourn Bobski. I, for one, I'm mm. just going to go on the record to say I'm sorry for judging him in the way I did in the first episode of this podcast because I think I said I found him annoying. And then by the end of episode three, I felt very warmly towards him and very bad for him that mm. he was um, evicted so soon. So that was my thoughts on Bobski. Any other... Well, I'm the flip of that. So, Tom, in our first episode of the podcast, I was also a little bit, I feel I was a bit too harsh to Josh as well. And we need to have a whole other conversation about Josh. But I think I was very harsh to Josh just because of the way he kind of like jumped up and and grabbed Mikey as soon as he went into the house. And I felt really bad for Bobski. I think what definitely what episode three does and then episode four is it it shows the nuances that's going on behind the scenes with josh and i think that's not something i completely appreciated yeah should we should we go into josh should we do a josh deep dive tom josh was like i feel like josh um i put on instagram after watching the first two episodes oh my god i'm crushing on josh he's cute Lottie did um, as well. Totally. Lottie was, yeah, he, yeah, he, he was cute. Like backstory, whatever. 
And then in episode, maybe it was episode two, I changed my mind very quickly, like the boys, he was giving like really DL on grinder energy. And I was it's like, so I don't... you say that, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I, I feel like... He's not like... ready. He's not ready He's for not And ready. then episode, episodes three and four showed yeah. me that, actually. I think he tried to do too much, mm. actually. And I think that decision he made, I think he really wanted to want Mikey and wanted Mikey to want him. I think he was really honest up front about not liking Bobski. And actually, you know, that's what they're there for. Be honest, mm. be up front. I think he was maybe a bit quick and that come across harsh maybe but mm. you know I think he made the right choice in the end of this I episode. think he like, did yeah. do you think yeah. so Be- well because I think also that's a really different I mean it's difficult I think that situation would be difficult for a lot of people uh, mm. you know I would find that situation difficult because I think sometimes when I'm around so many gay people I get a little bit like insecure mm. my insecurities come yeah. out and I feel a bit you know, I go a bit um, introverted. Yeah. and But for somebody who's also never kissed a guy, never dated a guy, never has any gay friends, that's a really yeah. hard situation. I think for his mental health, yeah, I think we could have watched a spiral mm. if he had stayed. And other people would have resented him because he would have been there to be like, I just want to make friends. And other people would be like, but you're not here to yeah, make Bobsky's friends. Bobsky's like, yeah. oh, great, thanks. I felt yeah. really sorry for Bobsky with that because that's when I was like, oh, okay, like, actually, maybe Bobsky they should bring Bobsky some... back because, yeah. Because, yeah, because that's what you were saying, Lottie. Maybe they will bring him back because. Josh is gone and they need to maybe, you know, maybe. someone stop that easy jet flight yeah. out of Italy <laughs> yes <laughs> so Josh for me like yeah I, I started off really fancying Josh then I quite mm. rapidly stopped fancying him not because he's not a really good looking guy but just because he's not fully owning his queerness yet and for me like mm-hmm. that stops then being attractive like he yeah, and I think come back you know, in ten, like see... five years, and we are all going to yes. be seeing a very different Josh. We're going to be mm. like lusting after him. He's going to be ready for it, and yeah, he's going to be different. And and everyone's got their own story, right? Like you know, we all, we all discovered ourselves at different ages, mm-hmm. and I think even though you were 17, 20, 25, 30, remember who you were at that point mm-hmm. and being thrown yeah. into that environment is actually, I remember being thrown into a gay club, seeing drag queens, seeing guys kissing over there and just being like, whoa, mm-hmm. I mean, this is great, and but it's like new and scary and I could walk away from that, you know, because it was a club. It it's wasn't interesting like a about the gay scene, isn't it? It was like your age in gay years is almost more relevant than your age in like actual years and like josh is like yeah. a fetus <laughs> a yes <gay> fetus. <laughs> he's just he's just been given birth to yeah. but i think like tom i think that's what you say i think it's that it's that feeling of josh is where we were or where potentially like where i was when i was 16 17 mm. and going out in brighton with my friend and discovering it discovering the scene but also hating mm. it at the same time and feeling like oh god what is you this you just don't you don't you don't, i don't want to be that yeah. you would look at you and you would be like i want to kind of be like this or this and it was like the community is just so mm. like vast and diverse there's so much to digest and to take your time with and i think he's probably gone he has gone on to a show into a into a villa with men that are very secure mm. with their sexuality and that's you so know question like harsh question but do we think he should have gone on the show do we think he took the place of somebody that could have genuinely gone in there and found a romantic match 
I think there's two answers to that question. I think a for taking a place, the argument that he's taking a place for somebody who could have had. I I I I get that, and I think that is like maybe not. But on the second hand, b. I think it really shows, it's almost like showing a mirror to the community to say, Mm. you know, it's not easy for people. And I think we assume it's easier for maybe older people or, you know, we think it's difficult for younger people coming out. But for somebody who's come out later in life and not had the same experiences a lot of people within the scene has had, Mm. I think it's really good to show that and show how difficult it can be. What do you think, Tom? I completely agree. Like you said it better than I could. I think there's two answers to it. Yes, he absolutely could have stayed at home and given the opportunity to someone who would have thrived on the show and could make made connections with the, with the chaps. But actually, this has shone a light on the diversity of the community. We're, we're not all, you know, happily out and proud and been in, you know, gay clubs mm. and been in gay relationships. It's actually, you know, there are people just starting out, even though they're maybe mid-20s. So it has given, mm. hopefully, you know, imagine, I was going to say gay kids, but it could be the 20-year-old men as well, mm. you know, yeah. watching this on the on the, on the the sly, like, you know, uh, not wanting their family or, or potentially partner, anyone to mm. see they're watching it. And they resonate with him. And that, that maybe have done a really so. good thing for them. Mm. And for him as well. Because I, I you know, we he's talk made about some show. great friends and like, yeah, and I think I hope so. And I'd imagine it's been an amazing, like reassurance for him that he can do it and brave for him to do it. And really to go brave. Out. Yeah, 100%. Can you imagine, putting, like, not just going to a villa with a bunch of guys, but actually like doing it on TV and there. social media. I mean, can we yeah. talk about the kiss though? Like... <laughs> Oh, the kiss was my yeah. a bless. We had to like rewind it and watch it in slow motion just because it was like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened. It was like he sort of threw himself at him, and it was like weirdly quite aggressive and like panicky, yeah. and then like they pulled away. But he and, didn't. Like, but he didn't. So know he's never done it before. He's I never know, done it before. I, feel so I bad know, but him. it was just. I think like, oh my gosh we're all different right but would he not have just been like gentle and given a like just a two or three second peck on the lips like this was just like some weird like moment that i, can't I feel like really he had all around. of this like pent up he has so much pent up like you know being yeah. closeted this being your one moment like fancying this mm. guy never having kissed a guy before like all that you could see it like viscerally like running through his body and then he mm. like has this moment to kiss him and it like all comes out and he's like like that moment yeah when and you know what though so awkward. it's really really interesting and we were saying as we were watching it and this is a complete you know not not to be a judgment but it was like he's not like giving that I, f- I don't know i'm speaking just probably from my experience but like you know you're new to this and you're thrown into this world you'll be like oh my god i'm gonna kiss a guy i'm gonna try and do x y and z he really was holding back so does he even know that he's gay yeah. right now mm. do you know what i mean is there any type of asexuality going on or is there it's because you know he hasn't had a connection with anyone mm. yet yet his his background and religion has sort of stopped him from doing mm. that so he doesn't know himself yeah maybe, and i think yet. the show handled it really sensitively don't you Stu? like the mm. the voiceover yeah. was like you know you've got to find yourself before you find a match and I think that that was really nicely. And I think that showed the point of difference with this show to something like Love Island. Like it actually is going into the nuances of people a bit more. Mm. I think it showed the strength of the community as well in that 
we can be there for each other and we can support each other and we understand. And I think actually all of the guys, you know, I think are all really like tuned in and quite nice and they're all like they haven't... Well, there was a bit of drama well, though and I feel like we need to get into that next. It's okay. like they are all quite nice, but some drama they was created nice. that I would argue didn't necessarily need to be created. Mm. Like what Is do you, it, are you talking what about do you guys Ross? think? Are you going down yeah. the Ross route? Right. The Ross yeah. route. That was that was like some that was like some shit stirring going on there. Mm. I did feel for Ross, and I'm conscious that now, like a, a number of the cast of the show and Danny Minogue follow Stu and I in our podcast, and may well be listening to this. So, like, I really warmed to Ross in this episode, and I'm not just saying that because I know he follows me and listens to the show. But I really, <laughs> I, I feel like he just genuinely is quite a firecracker. Like he's quite, yeah, he feels things mm-hmm. and he expresses his feelings, and I think that there's an argument for it being better to say what you're feeling and not keep it in and I think he's a great Mm. example of that whereas his boyfriend is like the complete opposite Joe well no longer his boyfriend yeah and I think that was you know a really valid point that I think a few of the chaps made about how it felt um forced I think Mm. that was really valid and I think it was almost like well we've been matched together let's try and make it work but you could just tell there wasn't really a connection there um but I think because um, Ross was sort of turned down by Ben, um, I feel like he went and sort of spoke to Ollie a bit reactionary. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like that yeah. could have been avoided. And like Joseph put a, like another spin on it where he was like, I think I've written it down. He was like, um, I'm just unbothered by it. And I quite loved that because it's like, mm. yeah, just if you're unbothered by it, you could just avoid bringing all of that mess and all of that drama into your life and you could just choose yeah. not to feel that way. Whereas I don't yeah. think it and was jo- a choice for him. I think he genuinely mm. felt it. Yeah. So can I raise something about Joseph? Go on. I'm slightly mm-hmm. concerned mm. because at the end of episode four, I'm trying to work out who Joseph would be paired with. Mm. And I really mm. love Joseph. I want to see him in his thong, like, throughout this whole series. It's I like epic. Joseph. I'm a, I'm, do you know what? I'm and... so here for Joe's energy. His energy <laughs> so is real. Yeah. I love it. He's so mature. So I'm, just like... I'm concerned. Who is he going to kiss? Like, somebody needs yeah. passion to keep him in. I wonder I'm if like, the, mm. new, the new wild card, Vitor... Yeah, we haven't talked him. about the new... We've talked about Dan because he was... I feel like he was yeah, the Mikey Dan, of the episode Dan, who threw himself okay, into Vitor, the drama. Victor has come in and is like, I am about to like mess with you all. I'm polyamorous bad bitch and you all better watch out. I'm gonna... Um, <laughs> I've had, a, I've like, had an older daddy. Yeah, his, <laughs> I've met people like him like and been talking to them at parties and I've got to say like I love their energy for like a little bit and then I'm like, okay, I need a break from you now. Mm. And I'm... And I think, I think um, I hear you, Lottie, on that and I feel like um, Vitor is attracted to Ben. Yes. Um, and I think mm. Ben could be, I think maybe reading too much into it, but I think Ben could do it just to stay and have a kiss. Mm-hmm. And, but I don't, I think Vitor might be but do you feel like too that's, much. So I thought Ben was doing that with Ollie last week as well. I felt, and I yeah. and I felt like there was something. I used the word sinister. I didn't mean the word sinister. Yeah. <laughs> and Ben messaged me about uh. it. But I didn't mean sinister. But I meant there was something. And, and I must admit, even at the beginning of episode three, I turned to my husband John and said, 
Yeah, still not something sitting right with me about Ben. But wouldn't you be like that, though? If I was on the show, I would be like, I'm on this show. Like, I want to stay in as long as possible. I want to... It's not forcing a connection. It's like seeing where things are going, right? I think it's going to be tactical at some point because you could be... And I think the same for, like, Ross and Joe. Like, I know that all of us, the audience, Mm. could not see a connection there. However, I think they're like, but we've been matched and no one else is vibing. Yeah. Let's kiss each other so we, we stay on this thing and we can we can try and try That's tomorrow. Because you know? who's who else would Ross kiss? Well, now mm. I really feel like Ross and CJ are quite a good match. That's it. See, so that's why I was oh. yes because Ross and CJ. That's what made me concerned about Joseph because I was like, well, that, who's yeah. gonna well kiss Ross Joseph? and CJ? They were making out on the yeah. bed. Like they are gonna they're gonna kiss tomorrow night. Yeah, like, they, like they seem like quite a given to me. Like that mm. energy seems to be working can i just clarify before we go go on a bit about about ben because i i was i was just saying like i do i think ben has shown his vulnerability in the end of episode four and i feel i'm now there with ben i feel i've seen a different side it was just after the whole thing with ollie where ollie or maybe it was episode three see i'm getting so confused now because we were watching both of them back to back but it was where ollie they basically uncoupled, right? Mm. And yeah. in the perfect, I don't think Ben Gwyneth was bothered by up. it. I didn't get vulnerability. I don't know, I felt he was a little bit, but maybe he was bothered by the fact that it meant that he was at risk I really of being... Don't think oh, he... God. I think he's like a smart guy mm. and he's like in a... Maybe, I mean, I mean, Ben is cute, right? Like, I think Ben probably thought, I could go back to Ross, maybe. I don't know. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, no, but if you're gonna be, if you're gonna, if be you're gonna yeah, play, I don't game. think he's that yes. tactical. Like, he's do you think any of them are that tactical though? I don't do think. think so. I don't think they're in it for that. I don't. I really don't. Because no. there's nothing to win. Like, what you? It's not like you're gonna be the winner, right? Like. It's an experience. Well, I don't know. They've not really explained that. There's a commitment ceremony, but what does that mean? Yeah. I don't know. I think that. I think that 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 is like the winners, isn't it? Like yeah. The two. You get the like two Danny that make Minogue it. Do you win anything? Do you your... win anything on Love Island? Because I've never watched it. Uh, like no, me neither. She in contract. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I've never watched a Love Island. No, no. I, they must win something. They don't. They just get the like kudos oh. and the. Money yeah, the social media followers. Okay, guys, we've got so many okay. people to get through. So Ross and okay. CJ, great. I think we're standing. I them. really like CJ. Vitor, we're not sure about him and Ben. I feel like he, him and Ollie could be quite sexy because Ollie's got all of that sexual energy. Ollie admitted his body count is four hundred, which was. Mm. I mean, do we need to discuss this? Like, I mean, that's. I mean, I mean, it's high to for me. I mean, when do you, know you even you, when do you even stop counting? That's a boy. <laughs> where do you a find that's the more time? Than one boy a day, a year. In a year, but well, where do you find the time for this? My goodness! Especially as a, what is he like a road? Um, he's a road worker. Road worker. He's a, well, who knows what happens down those holes, boys? I mean, mm. <laughs> down a pothole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why there's so many potholes in London and Brighton. He does look good in a high vis. I will say that yeah, in a work he outfit. Looks great. He I does. Love him. Slightly um, sweaty, slightly dirty. Ollie's are you my, crushing? Oh Steve? yeah, Ollie's definitely mine. Yeah. Who would be? Can your we talk about one? his trousers though? Sorry, his trousers <laughs> in the kiss off. Did you guys what, notice? No. They what, were like the white, skin tight white. Oh, with the see through, with the like kind of um, 
That's what I meant. His like his style is cool. It like, was cool like, until so I saw those trousers, and I'm sorry, Ollie. They uh, were just like for me. Nah, they were just. They weren't doing it for you. They weren't doing it for me. It was just the whiteness and the tightness together. Was just. I not love a match. Ollie. I said before, Tom. I think Ollie reminds me a bit of. He's got this like George Michael's kind of absolutely. like absolutely about him, and I just absolutely yeah. I'm all for he's Ollie. Cute. I'm all and for Ollie. And I feel he like there's cute. more to him as well because I think that like he's obviously got this sort of bravado and this people read him as a player and of course like the 400 body count like and I think he actually yeah. got quite upset when um Dan sort of said to him I think you're a player. Hmm. And that was quite interesting mm-hmm. to me because it's like well you obviously are in some respects because you've talked about cruising and you've got, you, know, <laughs> you, you obviously have a lot of sex. Yeah. But I think that he doesn't, he he genuinely wants a connection. He's in there to like really meet somebody and not just like shag around. So. And I think he, you know, he had did a bit of like self-discovery or when he was sort of saying, do you know what, Ben, I haven't opened up to Ben and I really want to and mm. I should just try and relax a bit. So I think I he's really self-aware and... I did, and definitely. And so there were a few kind of like backstory moments, weren't there, that we need to talk about. Mikey and his testicular cancer, mm-hmm. which I think was re- a really lovely moment when he spoke about that with the boys. And yeah. That was, um, yeah. I really like Mikey. I I've really, really like warmed Mikey. him. I can only apologise mm-hmm. for calling him a party in the park boy, which is like such a retro <laughs> reference that nobody uh. Uh, under the age of 37 gets. Um, um I recognised him and knew him from TikTok, oh, and I you? was like, "Oh my god, he's! I love his TikToks, and he's so great." And actually, um, oh yeah, I think he's great. I don't know how old he is, but I, I just feel—I mean, I'm a 38-year-old dad, so I just feel like he's quite young, yeah, in like in that sense. And um, but he's there to have the time of he's, his life. Right? He's he 27, will. I think. But I think, I think it was like—it was a reminder for me to like, not to be more to to not be so instantly judgmental and the whole point of these shows mm. is they invite you to make instant judgments right and like that's what's so yeah. great about the shows is that you make an instant judgment about someone and then they're sort of slowly unraveled and you feel differently mm. about them and i think that's what's so compelling and so for me like for for him to admit that vulnerability really changed my mind about him because mm. what had kind of annoyed me about him at first was that he seemed like this perfect basic boy that just was like really good looking and had a good job and was successful on TikTok Mm. and like and then actually to be like oh no he's like suffered this real trauma and can talk Mm. about it very eloquently was really like a a reminder that everybody has their shit right like Mm. and even if you make a judgment about someone and what's on the surface there's always more to them so um, I really like really like that was a Mm. learning moment for me Mm. I'm crashing on his accent as well. There's a lot of nice accents in yeah. this show, I feel. There are a lot of nice Tom, accents. Tom, who is your yeah. favourite? Who is your favourite, yeah, Tom? Who, your dream boy. So, I, it's literally, I think it has changed every episode. But um, after episode one and two, for me, it was Josh and Ben. I couldn't pick. Like, I was just like, mm. they were just my faves. But that has now... Ben is, yeah, like, I'm, I mean, I'm crushing on Ben. I think I may crush on Ben for the rest of the season. But I like the new Dan. Do you? Okay. The party oh, the guy. And Dan. actually, yeah. Yeah, because I, I like me a moustache. And when he came on, my husband was like, 
I bet you like Dan. I was like, mm, I think I do. Is that quite a fun conversation <laughs> with your with your husbands to be like guessing which oh one they like? Oh my god! Like, yeah. Who does John yeah. like? John likes. I don't know who he likes. Likes. I haven't actually asked him that question. Oh, come on. I'll ask him and yeah. I'll, I'll update you on the next episode. Jenny likes Ollie. See, I like Ollie. Ollie's my. He's my go-to. My babe, who mm. I've written on my notes with little hearts either side, is Gareth. So that's what I was also going to say. I, you know, Lottie Hay said we made instant judgments mm. on these things. It's they're designed for us to instantly judge and 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 you know pick apart. And initially, Gareth was just like a you know, yeah, it wasn't some someone I would ever consider, um, like he would consider me. But do you know what yeah. I mean? I'm literally like, oh, he's not my type. And seeing him in episode three and four, I'm like, he hot. He's got an insane body. And also he's a top. Insane body. I love that he's a top, but mm. he's very gay and not feminine isn't is the wrong giving, word. I wouldn't like, say, no, but he's not, he's not giving, um, he's not giving top energy. But I that's why say, I which... like it because it challenges like what we think of as top energy and it stops us from having these yeah. like heteronormative ideas of like what is a top and what is a bottom and like, Agree. And likewise with the new Dan with the moustache. Oh, he's a top. And I think, yeah, Matt, if you're going to make assumptions, I don't pe- think that people necessarily would have said that. So I like that it is sort of crushing yeah. those potential stereotypes. Yeah. For me, Gareth and Spomi are like dream couple. They're if in they're love not, and they're going to get married. If they're not together at the end of the show, I'm going to be devastated. But do you feel, because I feel the same with Josh and with uh, Callum. Jay and, no, Jay and Caleb. Yeah, Jay. With, it, I, is it Jake? Jake, Jake, and Jake, Jake. Like I feel they've because they're not because they're kind of happy. They've kind of been a bit sidelined, <laughs> and I kind of want to. There's not, there's enough, not drama. enough drama with them, and I kind of want to feel that there's that there should be some more drama. Yeah, maybe they peak. Maybe mm. they've kind of um, gone too fast into sort of sweet coupledom, and maybe there there's mm. going to be a moment where they're like. But have um, Gareth and Subomi did done that Maybe. as well? Like they are just, but they're like they're going to get married. I think that they're so. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anyone. Danny that... can buy a hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hot off the press. John's favorite is Mikey from Liverpool. Really? No. Okay. With a winky tongue out face. Thank you, John. <laughs> <laughs> John um, went to uni in Liverpool, so I think he's always oh, so had he a thing for the accent. accent. Oh, um, can I just go to one of my other notes? Is that James has a twin? Can we just talk about that? Mm. Yes. No, Ben. No, Ben. Ben, ben sorry, has Ben has a twin. And Vitor's face when he found that out. <laughs> I know. John said, do you think he wants them both? And of course said, he does. Don't, uh, of course yeah, he does. I find, I find that whole thing really odd. I know, but you can tell <laughs> no, that, Vitor I mean, is exactly that sort of guy that would be like, oh yeah. I but Vitor know. would be like, what's it, what, when's he from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, well, who do we think then? Who do we think is the one? Or maybe, because there could be a possibility that next week there's more than one going. Like, who do we feel? Yeah, that kiss off. I don't yeah. know how it works because if they could, they could end up being a couple of guys not kissed or three guys. Yeah. If they, so I let's worry. work it out. So I CJ think... is going to be with Ross. Yeah. Vitor. Gonna... Yeah, Vitor will go for for Ben, but will Ben? I I think that? I think they'll kiss, but I don't see a future yeah. in relationship. I'm gonna yeah, I agree. It. Yeah, Dan. Dan. Is it going to be Ollie or is it going to be Mikey? I think it's going to be Ollie. Which means Mikey's gone. 
yeah, unless because Gareth and Jake and yeah, and Caleb and I'm just looking through my cheat sheet. Yeah, it could be that it's Mikey and who is the other one I said? And Joseph. Yeah. Okay. Unless Mikey and Joseph just be like, fuck it, let's just kiss. I don't know if that yeah, could see work. Where it goes. But I don't think they've, the way they've left it, I don't think they've made that bond to do that. No. And you don't get the chance on the night to, if you're just lingering, okay, let's just kiss. You have to kiss in that turnaround, don't mm. you? I don't know. Maybe there are more rules when there's more than one that's left. Can I they don't kiss know. the housekeeper, Matteo, who I feel like everybody's obsessed with? I mean, I think I think we all want to kiss Matteo. He's not my type. To be He's not my type. Again, I'd take Ollie over Matteo, I think. Would you? Yeah. 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 I really hope, I really hope Ollie's listening to this. <laughs> I feel like Ollie needs to take you you and your son Jay out in his digger for a, <laughs> for a like, best day ever. Very weirdly, but yeah. <laughs> I think you'd both be getting yeah. very different things out of the experience. Yeah, we yeah. would. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, I feel like there's so much, we could just talk about this all night, but we should probably um, yes. get some sleep, right? We all have yeah, got a week. We've like got a week to wait. But thank you so much for joining us, Tom. It was great. Oh to my get god, thank you for having me. Kiki thoughts on yes. your hot take on the hot boys of the yes. Masseria. And again, we did this. We did exciting. this last episode. We haven't talked about Danny. I feel like next episode we need to have like a chat about Danny. I feel her outfits this episode, like again, just took it to another level. That gold. She's just on fire. She needs to do a performance in the house or something. <laughs> she does. <laughs> the Minogues are on fire. What with Kylie's new single? Yeah. I feel like Danny might have you... been a bit like, Kylie, fuck off. This is my moment. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm back in the spotlight. <laughs> Don't be dropping a banger hit just as I'm releasing oh. my new single and I'm hosting one of the I best know. shows on TV. But they love you. And we the music in the show is great, right? They've obviously got a really good budget for um, for yeah. the music, like all the bangers. That's, oh my god, we haven't even talked about the soundtrack, guys. Yeah. The soundtrack so there is, is so there is a Spotify playlist. I don't know if you know that official one that they've started Amazing. that has all the tracks on from the show. Well, when we go to our masseria this summer, yes. we can play the I Kiss Boy soundtrack major major bops on there i love it amazing thank major. you for joining us tom thanks tom thank you Lovely guys to see, you, Stu. see you later you too bye see you later